0: What's up, what's up, chicken butt? How are y'all doing? Happy motherfucking Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy freaking middle of the week. Happy hump day. You're halfway through. You're done with the hard half. It's into the good half, y'all. What's up, what's up? I am Allie. I'm the host of the Be That Bitch podcast, and we are gonna talk all about being that bitch, whatever that bitch is to you. You got me, you feel me, you are doing this thing. So I... I've been telling you sorry for not showing up on Tuesday and showing up on Wednesday. We just decided to stop saying sorry and make our new official day Wednesday because let's be real. Recording a podcast episode on a Monday is a fucking joke. Like, what was I thinking? I wasn't. That's what Mondays are insanity as it is and trying to add another thing on top of that. mm, We're not doing that shit. No, we're not about that life. So we tuned it to Tuesday and we are doing Wednesday because I am the type of person that I do best Flying by the seat of my pants. Some people do best with like planning content and planning all these things out and doing notes and all that shit. And I'm like, no, it's too fucking robotic for me. I do best off the cuff, deciding what I want to talk about, talking about it. No scripts, no nothing. Sometimes I got a few pointers. Most of the time I don't. But that's just what I find I do best at. And so recording the podcast episode the day before just works for me. So we're moving it. So we are officially on Wednesdays. I will see you next Wednesday and every Wednesday after that. So help me God every time. Um, Now, let's just, you know, kick it off. I always like to kick it off with saying what's been going on in my life. Also, what I'm reading because I find that, you know, we focus a lot on health and fitness. We focus a lot on, you know, whatever, but we need to focus on mental too. And reading is a good mental release for me. So we'll talk about what I'm reading, what life's going, and then we're going to get into the topic, which is something that I've actually been struggling with here lately. And it's something that I've been working through. And I feel like a lot of y'all can relate to that also. So anyways, life, it has been in fucking sane post marathon, I you know agreed to myself. I was like, "All right, Ali, you've got to take a step back. You got to let your body recover. You've got to regain you know your control because the last thing you want to do is burn out. And the easiest thing to do is burn out when you just go 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 and you're always pushing the envelope, which is exactly what I do." And so I didn't set any goals. I just took my foot off the pedal. But something that I've realized is it really is fucked with my head. It's really fucked with my head to have no goals that I'm pushing to. No, you know, just kind of like in goal in sight. I've just been like coasting and flying by the seat of my britches. And sometimes that works. Sometimes it don't. Within my fitness and health journey, it never works. I know this. Why do I keep doing this? I don't fucking know. But it never works. So I've been just battling a lot of mental just, you know, a lot of mental shit, a lot of doubts, a lot of just lack of desire to do anything, um, depleted energy. So it's been a week of me just retreating and kind of just like taking a step back. And I'm a firm believer and sometimes you got to take a step back to take a step forward. And so just kind of taking a step back and reevaluating stuff, which is actually exactly what we're going to be talking about during this is all I've been doing during this like week and a half reevaluation period um, to help push yourself forward. So that is what I've been doing. I have... Been a little M.I.A. on social, I've been a little M.I.A. everywhere because sometimes you've just got to focus on you and focus on how you can lift yourself up because you've got to be a, the best version of you to be the best for others. And my job is all about being there for everybody else and helping everybody else through their shit, helping be that that beacon of light, that inspiration, helping, you know, uplift them. And to do that, I have to make sure that I'm in the best mental space Um of myself, too. So taking care of myself to take care of others. You guys know what the fuck they'd say on the airplanes, right? You got to put your Oscar o- ox- oxygen. Why are words so hard oxygen mask on first before you take care of anybody else? Because, you know, good to nobody dead. I mean, that was very morbid of me to say, but it's the fucking truth. So making sure that we take care of ourselves first to take care of others is so, so, so crucial and just kind of reevaluating and figuring out what that looks like in this season of my life and figuring out what the next goal is and all that stuff. So anyways, we've got lots of tips. We'll get to that in the episode. What am I reading right now? So I just finished the Off Balance series by Lucia Franco, Franco, Lucia Franco, I think it is. Um, And y'all, when I tell you... (laughs) That was one of the most fucked up series I've read in a very long time. It was, but it was the best. I devoured it, literally devoured every single one of the books. It's a five book series. It's a a taboo forbidden romance with a gymnast and a gymnastics coach. She was 16. He was 32 and it went on till she was 18 and he was like 32 four or five or whatever. um, And it was so good. There was so many twists and turns and drama and lots of sex. And it was just a really good forbidden romance. It got slow sometimes. It got a little drawn out. Her books or these books are fucking long, like they were 500 to 600 pages. And I'm used to reading books that are like anywhere from like 350 to 400 max. So reading ones that were that long was an adjustment for me. And I found myself during some of the books, especially not book one, but like book three and four skimming over and skipping some of it. That I was like, I don't fucking need all this. Like, get me get me to the juice, get me to the nitty gritty, get me to the tea. I don't need all of this. So they could have been a little shorter sometimes, but I devoured it. Nonetheless, I read all five books in eight days because when I'm in a shitty mood and I am dealing with stuff mentally, I like to retreat and I like to myself into something that will kind of take me out of that state and reading does that for me so uh needless to say i read a lot and if that tells you anything about where my head's been over the last week there you go y'all i am you know we're vulnerable here and i think it's good to know and see that we struggle right people that you might look up to people that might look like they've got their fucking shit together they don't they're just good at faking it and they don't feel like sharing it and you know it's taken me a long time to to get okay with sharing while I'm in the midst of turmoil because I've always been good at sharing once I'm over it, right? I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, this is a part of my past and it was ugly, but look how fucking strong I am right now. Yeah, I feel like that's more gloating than anything sometimes, but I was really good at that. I was really good talking about it after the fact, after I dealt with all of it. I was never really good about talking about it as I was dealing with it, and that's something that I've really worked on because I ask my clients this all the time. I'm like, you've got to be vulnerable, like you've got to lean in to your community lean into your coach, lean in to you know, your support system while you're in the midst of this because it's not, it's easier to navigate it with others than it is to navigate it just by yourself and nobody knows, right? We're stronger together and just kind of leaning into that. And I had to take a dose of my own medicine um, and just kind of get better at that as time has gone. And, you know, the Indian of 8 in me hates it, but we're working on it. And, you know, I truly do believe that, the more that we work on that vulnerability piece, the more that we work on sharing, the more that life will just, you know, happen for us better and we'll get through shit faster. So anyways, if you're looking for a good taboo, juicy series, I highly recommend it. It's the Off Balance series. It's not on Kindle Unlimited, but. Um, But it is on like Amazon and you can purchase it. I think the first book is on sale. So you can always purchase the first one. Each book ends with like major cliffhangers. So once you purchase the first, you're going to have to purchase all of them. Just forewarning you. And you're going to basically want to make sure you don't have anything on your agenda for at least two weeks. So you can just check out of life in general and <laughs> read them all because they are that good. Um. So anyways, that is what I'm reading. That's what's been going on in my life. Now let's get to the content here, right? And I think it's going to be something that could really help a lot of you guys. And it's just all about fighting your way back from a struggle, fighting your way back from where you are you know, might not be thriving right now to where you were or maybe where you want to go. Because I think a lot of the times we figure out, you know, maybe we're in this dark pit or we're in this struggle and it can seem so impossible to get ourselves out of it. It can seem so impossible to pull ourselves out. And the last thing we want to think about are steps to how to pull ourselves out and trying to come up with all this shit on our own. And so maybe right now you're thriving. Save this for a time that you're not. Save this for a time where you're struggling, because I will tell you that it will Happen. Like you will struggle. You will fall down and you will get back up multiple times. I have been on my health and fitness journey for four, almost four and a half years, consistently, nonstop. And I cannot tell you how many times over these last four and a half years that I have fallen and had to get back up and I have fallen and struggled to get back up and had to dust myself off and and figure out a way to go, keep going on. It's never ending. And no matter how far along you get in this, you will still struggle because as long as you're still pushing yourself, you will still struggle. And as long as you're still living life on this fucked up world we called Earth, you're going to struggle because it's never linear. Success is not linear. It's A disaster, a beautiful disaster, but it is just that. And it's ups and flows and ups and downs and, you know, it's just, it's not pretty. But it is our life and it is our journey. And the quicker and faster we realize how to get over these things and the right questions to ask ourselves, the better we will be at navigating these situations so when we get knocked down, we don't stay down too long. I think that's really the the fucking... Answer to everything is when you get knocked down because it's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when you will get knocked down a time or two in your life, multiple times. I'm going to tell you that. Just stop fucking avoiding it. It's going to happen. The quicker we realize that, the quicker we're not going to be blindsided by when it happens. We will get knocked down. But the key is we've got to figure out how to rebound quicker. So we don't stay down too long because the longer we stay down, the more hard it gets to pick ourselves back up. But if we know how to rebound and we know how to rebound quickly and we have the tools in our toolbox to rebound quickly, we will be able to recover. And that, my friends, is where success lies. The quicker we recover, the quicker we get to come keep going and keep going on, right? So, anyways. Over this last week that I have been in this like mind F, I have asked myself a series of questions and anytime that I ever struggle mentally, anytime I'm ever struggling in my journey, I always ask the same three questions to really try to help myself realized where i was what was i doing there where am i now where's my mind at now how can i get from where i was to where i am or how can i get from where i am to where i want to go and just kind of really realizing and unpacking all of those things and so something i really like to do is I like to get a notebook and i just like to take the time to write down the answers to these questions and really work through it because, you know, avoiding it, avoiding asking these questions is never going to help you get through it because you've got to work through it to get through it. Okay. And so the first question I always like to ask myself is what were you doing the last time you were thriving? versus what are you doing now? And so I always like to think about the last time that I was thriving, the last time I was thriving in my health or in my business or in my marriage or in you know my parenting, whatever. When was the last time I was thriving in the way that I want to be right now, right? So what is your goal right now and where, what were you doing when you were doing that last time? So for me personally with my health and fitness, because um, that's where I've been in a slump lately, is when I was thriving, I was getting outside every single day and moving my body I was getting the sunshine on my skin I was really focusing on my nutrition and not filling my body with any junk at all I was really focusing on my alcohol consumption and not consuming alcohol Um, and now I don't get outside every single day to work out I'll sit outside most days because I'm doing my 30 strong challenge Um, and if you don't know what that is you can go to my page and it's linked in my bio Um, but I've been doing my 30 strong challenge which requires you to get outside for 10 minutes every single day but all I've been doing is like reading I haven't been doing movement outside Um, I've been drinking a little bit more not like crazy like I was in the midst of my postpartum depression but like a glass of wine three nights a week sometimes four nights a week um, and that's more than I've ever been drinking so kind of like I've gotten in the hang of like having a glass of wine while I'm reading romance because something feels good about that, having a glass of wine and reading romance. But that's something that I've been doing differently. Um, I have also been reading a lot more fiction and very, very little nonfiction, which I feel like there's lessons to learn even in fiction books, but I needed to be doing more nonfiction. And so just kind of really re evaluating what I've been doing now versus what I was doing so I can figure out what the missing pieces are. Hold on. I need water. Remember, a hydrated bitch is a happy bitch. Y'all drink up. Have y'all still been doing my challenge where every single time I say a cuss word, y'all drink water, not alcohol. We're not shooting tequila shots every time I say a cuss word because I am not I'm not going to be responsible for that. But every time I say a cuss word, you drink water. It's still the best challenge ever. So right now, fuck, there you go. Take a chug. Um, But anyways, so asking myself those series of questions so I can really get down to the nitty gritty of what I was doing and what I am doing now. You've really got to make yourself crystal clear to help you realize the missing pieces. The second thing I always ask is, what am I focusing on right now? Like, where is my mind focusing all of its energy on right now versus what was it focusing on when life was good and I was thriving. And so I think sometimes we forget, like our mind is the driving force to everything. Our body will do anything, right? Like our body can do anything. It's our mind that needs the convincing. And so Usually when we're struggling in our health, in our fitness, in our marriage, anything that we're struggling in, it always usually starts with our mind. It usually always starts with our mindset and where our thoughts are going. And so for when me, for example, whenever I am thriving, my mind is thinking positively. I'm thinking about my goal. I'm thinking about what I can do to get myself there. I'm thinking about how I can give myself the extra edge. I'm thinking about how proud of myself I am. I'm thinking about how closer I'm getting to my goal. Like I am thinking about all of these positive things on how I'm getting to where I want to go. And it usually always for me starts with having a specific goal in mind that I can work towards so that I can always measure how I'm getting closer to it, which puts me in a positive mood. So for right now, example, I haven't really had a goal that I'm working on. I didn't have any runs in the future. Um, You know, I'm planning my next marathon, but it's not till the winter. I'm not doing 75 hard right now. Like I'm just kind of cruise controlling. And so I haven't had a goal that I can work to, which has had my mind focusing on all the things that I'm not kind of moving forward in. So it has me looking in the mirror and judging my body more. And it has me, you know, kind of questioning, like, am I, am I being complacent? Am I backtracking like it, it really makes me start focusing on all the negative things that could be happening because I'm not giving myself positive things to work towards, if that makes sense. So really focusing on where your mind's going. Maybe your goal is to better your marriage. Well, where's your mind about in your marriage? Right. Where what are you thinking about? Are you thinking about how he doesn't help? Are you thinking about how you're going to end up in a divorce? Because if you're thinking about all these negative things, it's going to be really hard for positive things to come out of that. Because all you are is in a negative mindset. Y'all, energy goes where energy flows. And if we keep thinking shitty thoughts, shitty things will happen to us. That's how it always boils down to. Keep thinking shitty thoughts, shitty things will happen to you. Think good thoughts, good things will happen to you. It's really as simple as it boils down to. And even I struggle with this sometimes, y'all. I'm fucking human. I am as human as they come. And this week, I have thought a lot of shitty thoughts. But guess what? recognizing it is the first thing to changing it right it's kind of like figuring out you're an alcoholic or a drug addict recognizing it is the first step in changing it so realizing that you're self-sabotaging yourself with the thoughts you're thinking realizing that accepting it is the first step to being able to go and changing it and then number three is what are the steps you can take to get yourself from where you are right now to where you want to go so you've wrote down now now you wrote down What what were you doing the last time you were thriving versus now? So you know what you were doing versus what you're doing now. You wrote down what you were thinking then when you were thriving versus what you're thinking now. So now you have these answers to what you need to change. What are the steps going to be to help get you to that place you want to go? Maybe it's as simple as just being more consistent with getting outside. Right. That you don't need multiple steps, but maybe It takes multiple steps. Maybe right now you've fallen so far off track where you haven't worked out in months. And when you were thriving, you were working out five to six days a week and you were you were, um, you know, eating really healthy and you were reading a lot of books and whatever the case may be. And that. From where you are now to where that you were, you might need to add a few steps because you remember slow and steady wins the race. If you did not listen to last week's episode, you need to listen to that because that will help you realize that you need to have multiple steps if you're taking a big leap. But sometimes, you know, you're not taking that big of a leap and you just need one little step. For me, example, I'm just adding a one step. I am. You know, just kind of start reading a little bit more and getting outside and moving more. That's my step to help me get back to where I was. Um, and of course, setting a goal, which I have set a goal of a half marathon. My goal is to... Um, beat my personal record of two hours and 20 some odd minutes. I want to do it in two hours and 15 minutes and it will be at the end of June. So I'm probably going to fucking die in the Georgia heat. But you know what? We're going to figure it out. I even thought about just getting a gym membership. We have a Planet Fitness that just built here Um, just for the treadmill because it's already like 85 degrees. It's fucking it's balls hot. It's like sweaty sticky. It's, you know, it's just delicious. Uh, <laughs> and the only time I ever have to run is either four o'clock in the afternoon when it's hot as balls or early in the dark. And I prefer not to run in the dark. So anyways, we'll figure that out. But getting the steps that you need to take. So that is my first three steps on how to kind of pull yourself out of a struggle to keep yourself. Those are the three questions that you need to ask. Now, what are some of my extra tips? Um, One of my first tips is don't eliminate yourself from life, just retract. Sometimes I know I was bad about this. Whenever I was going through a really hard time, I would completely eliminate myself from any scenario that was making me, you know, reminding me of how much I was struggling. So like, for example, I run health and fitness boot camps. um, And back then I participated in them before I became a coach. And whenever I was struggling, I would like completely just go off, go off the grid, ghost, like not think about my group, not think about my clients, not think about, you know, anything. I would just kind of go ghost for a little while and try to deal with it on my own. And what I realized is taking myself completely out of a situation that was really good for me only made me feel shittier in the long run. And it made me take longer to pick myself back up. And our goal is to do it quickly. And so making sure that we are freaking surrounded by people that are going to be there to help lift us up, that are going to keep inspiring us. Yeah, it can make you feel like shit if that's where your mind is going, right? Seeing everybody else thriving while you're struggling, it if we're thinking negatively about it, yeah, it can make you feel like shit, but you should be inspired by it. You should be inspired to say, you know what? I'm going to get through this because this is giving me hope and these people are helping me. So making sure that you have a strong support system. And it's okay to take a step back. Like I am a firm believer and sometimes you need to take a step back to take a couple steps forward. You've got to take a step back, evaluate your desires, evaluate your goals, evaluate where you want to go and why you want to do it and evaluate how you're going to get there. And but then you need to start taking a step forward. But sometimes we can take too many steps back and it can seem impossible to take ourselves forward our steps forward and so making sure that we're realizing like i'm taking the step back to evaluate and do active things to figure out the steps i need to take but i'm not going to totally eliminate myself from the situation because i know that it's going to be harder for me to pull myself back out that's why i always tell my clients i'm like y'all We're here, like we're leaning, like let's lean on each other when we're struggling because it's going to be a whole hell of a lot easier and quicker to pull ourselves out of the struggle if we are doing it together. There's power in numbers. And so having yourself a solid support system and if you're struggling, knowing that it's okay to take a step back, if you're used to showing up for them, you know, every single day, multiple times a day, maybe sometimes taking a step back and showing up for them every day, one time a day, or maybe you're used to doing... You know, you know, doing something for everybody else and taking a step back and just doing something for somebody else. But realizing that you need to add a little more time to your schedule to figure out what you want. You know what I mean? So sometimes you got to take a step back to take a step forward, but don't take yourself completely out of situations that are good for you. It can be really easy to self-sabotage ourselves and and take away all the good stuff from us when we're feeling overwhelmed. But realizing that that's not usually the best thing. Usually the first thing that comes into mind to take our mind off of overwhelm is usually the last thing we need to do because a lot of us put ourselves on the back burner when we're overwhelmed. And realizing that that's not always the best answer um, can really help get you in the right direction. Number two is learn lean into healthy coping mechanisms. Mechanisms. Um, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, when I'm going through mental crap, when I'm struggling, I lean into reading or I lean into running. And when I was recovering from my marathon, I couldn't run. So I really leaned into re- reading because I needed a healthy coping mechanism to take my mind off of all the shit that was going on in my life and not sabotage myself, but give myself the time I needed to, you know, really focus on me. And so I leaned into reading. Maybe you are leaning into cleaning or maybe you love, you know, taking your kids to the park and just spending more time with them. Really just leaning into healthy coping mechanisms so you can give yourself that little breather that you need, but in a healthy way. It can be really unhealthy to lean into food and lean into alcohol and lean into all these things, which can then lead us to talking even worse to ourselves and sabotaging ourselves even more. So learning healthy coping mechanisms that can help you get through where you're at and give you that little sense of a break that you need, but don't leave you feeling like shit, <laughs> right? Because like, you know, shopping, whereas it can feel good, it also can leave you feeling like shit because you're broke as a joke, food where it feels good in the moment, it can leave you feeling like shit later on because you're bloated and whatever. Same thing with alcohol, right? So really leaning into something that you might not regret later on. And I never regret reading a good book ever. And I also never regret a good run, even though they kill me sometimes. And so really leaning into those are my two healthy coping mechanisms. Number three is working on finding the joy and the journey again. Sometimes when we're in a struggle season, when we're fighting mentally, it's because we've lost our spark, we've lost the joy in the journey, and so figuring out why you did this in the first place, like why you started this. And maybe you just need a change of scenery. Maybe you need to do something different. Maybe you need to switch programs. Maybe you need to switch types of fitness. Maybe you need to, you know, switch your nutrition and try different recipes, whatever the case may be. Maybe you're just getting bored in the journey. And that's be expected especially if you've been doing it for a while getting bored in the journey is to be expected and so really just taking that time to find the joy in it again whenever i'm really struggling i like to ask myself what what do I want to do? And so like I'll switch programs because I do Beachbody. So I'll switch programs or I'll add more runs in and do less of the body. or, um, you know, I will go and add in different varieties. So I'll do like a cycle and a lift instead of just doing lifting. Like I'll add some varieties in there to try to find the joy and the journey again. And so maybe you just have to ask yourself, Okay, am I just burnt out in what I'm doing and how can I change it up? That is why I'm a big component of having something that gives you flexibility and gives you different options for movement because that is the big thing. We can get so bored and burnt out with the same movement every single day that we end up putting ourselves in a really bad mental state. So finding the joy in the journey, again, if it's nutrition, if it's fitness, if it's whatever. Maybe if it's in your marriage, you're struggling mentally, finding the joy in that maybe means going on more dates or having more sex or... You know, same with like relationship with your, your kids. Maybe that means going on more play dates or maybe that means, you know, doing crafts together, cooking together and finding things you can do together to enjoy. It it can go over a wide variety of things. Um, And then number four is remembering that struggle is not the opposite of success. I think so many times we feel like struggling means we're never going to get to where we want to go or failing means we're never going to get to where we want to go. And the quicker that we realize that that's not the opposite of success, It's part of the success formula. The struggle is part of the success. Struggling is going to happen. You're going to struggle. You're going to fall on your face and get back up multiple times in your life. And the quicker that we realize that just because we're struggling doesn't mean that we're not going to get there, the better off we're going to be and the less we're going to sabotage ourselves. And so that means really just kind of taking a step back and saying, you know what? Yeah, I'm struggling right now, but it's human. Everybody struggles and figuring out how I'm going to get through this the fastest and recognizing the struggle, that is where your goal is. Your goal is not to never struggle. Your goal is to be able to rebound quicker than ever. And so the quicker that we stop beating ourselves up for struggling and we stop fucking sitting in our pity party of one, the quicker that we can get through it so we can keep going on our way to success. Okay? So really just Getting that in your head, like, can I just bang it into y'all's thick skulls? Is Struggling is not the opposite of success. It's part of the success formula. Know you're going to struggle. Embrace the struggle because if you're not struggling, you're not pushing yourself. I've realized that if I'm not struggling, I am not pushing myself to be where I want to go. And, you know, because a lot of people are struggling in life and that's just like their everyday life. So they don't even view it as a struggle anymore. They just view it as life and how it sucks and how it's unfair. And it's usually because they're not pushing themselves towards where they want to go. You know what I mean? So really just kind of taking that step back to realize that. All right. So, Those are my four tips. Those are my three questions. I will repeat it real quick. So if you didn't write that down, um, you can write them down. And I really hope this helps because y'all, these are the things that anytime I'm struggling, I always go back to these questions and I always go back to these tips to try to pull myself out. And, you know, it's almost been a week for me and I'm pretty much out of it and I'm really proud of that. That's a pretty quick turnaround for anything. So I'm, you know, basking in that. And after this, I'm going to go outside and i'm going to go on a little walk and we're going to keep moving on with life because i've gotten my steps on how i'm going to get back and now you get to make your decisions and make your steps for how you're going to get back to where you want to go remember sometimes you got to take a step back to take a step forward to realize like all right this is where i want to go and this is how i'm going to get there so first question what were you doing the last time you were thriving versus right now what are you doing Question two, what are you focusing on right now versus what were you focusing on when you were thriving? Question three, what are the steps you can take to get you from where you are now to where you wanna go? So you got those answers. And now these are my big tips. Um, don't eliminate yourself from situations. It's okay to take a step back, but don't totally eliminate yourself from the things that are good for you. Two, lean into the healthy, be- Helpy. Lean into healthy coping mechanisms. Number three is you got to find the joy in the journey again. So maybe that means just switching things up for a little while. And number four is remember that struggling is not the opposite of success. It's part of the success formula. Embrace the struggle. So I hope this helps. I hope these tips help you propel yourself forward and help pick yourself up from a dark place even quicker. And I hope that you got some value from this. And remember, if you did, if these tips are helping you, if you got some value from this, please share it to your Instagram stories. Tag me at Allie Griffith. Share your biggest takeaway. Send it to a friend, anything, because it can help them too. Okay. Um, don't forget to go follow me on Instagram at at Allie Griffith. Also, don't forget to scroll down and click the five star and leave us a rating and review because that really does help the podcast grow. And that's our goal is to help more women and help it grow and and help us thrive even more. So anyways, I'm going to leave y'all like I leave you every single week in a world full of bitches. Be that bitch, whatever that bitch is to you. I love y'all and I'll see you next Wednesday.